Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to ask you, what are you reading? I'd love to hear from you. Tell me what's on your current reading list. If you're looking for a read, you could check out my books. You do listen to the podcast after all. You could go over to Amazon or Barnes & Noble and check out my selections of books. Um, but if you are still struggling and you don't know what to read because... There's so much out there. You don't know which way to turn and you're looking for a recommendation. I've got one for you. It's The Tale of Despero by Kate DiCamillo. I'm almost finished with this joker and I'm telling you right now, it is so hard to put down. Um, it's her writing style. That's what it is. And when she says in the book, reader, it's, you know, you must go on, reader. You must. It's like she's involving me. She's calling my name. I am the reader, and I want to just keep flipping. Um, so, I have been sneaking in some reading time before nap time. Um, I told you guys that I was eliminating a nap from my schedule. And you say, a nap? How about naps altogether? Well, no, I can't do that. I still have to look out for my health. And I do need one nap a day. What I didn't need were two naps a day. So I have done better. I'm very proud to say that I have eliminated two naps. Um, I am down to just the one. By me doing that, it has allowed me to work on a magical Christmas wedding more. So I've actually made tremendous progress with my edits on the book. Um, I'm now just doing grammatical checks and Pro Writing Aid is telling me I'm 100% in it to win it. Um, but I'm still going to run the Grammarly check. I'm still going to run the Microsoft Word check. But at least, you know, I have made progress with my, with my editing phases for the, a magical Christmas wedding. But it's also allowed me to have some time to do what I love, and that is to read. And you guys know I've been shouting it to the rooftops. I'm going to get to meet Kate Camillo. If you guys don't know who Kate DiCamillo is, I would really encourage you to check her work out as soon as you get off the podcast with me. Um, so don't even go look me up if you haven't already. Just just look up Kate DiCamillo because her work is hands down masterpieces in children's literature. That's all I can say to you guys. You really need to check her out. She's a legend. 
And for the Lord opening up this opportunity, first, I want to say thanks to the Lord. And second, you know, just being out there, visible, sharing and and sharing what I do. Um, it's bound to reach people. It's bound to, to, to get me connected with people. And that's what the Holy Spirit did for me with Katie Camillo. So I'm reading The Tale of Despero. So I talked with Solomon about it. Solomon was like, Mama, I've already read it. And I've read Because of Winn-Dixie. And I've read, and he was like, and I love them all. And I'm like, and he's, you know, he's read um, The Tiger Rising. So he's read her work. He has not read any of her current work past those three novels. But he knew exactly who she was by name. She's a part of his literature vocabulary. Just like when we speak about E.B. White in my household, we know that that is our Stuart Little and our Charlotte's Web. Um, and the trumpet and the swan. So I will say that that is what happened with Solomon when I had, um, and I engaged him on the conversation about the tale of Despero. And I was like, I'm almost finished with it. Um, I can't give any spoiler alerts, but I can tell you that um, he told me, Mama, I loved it. I still remember it to this day. And so I was like, what do you remember about it? And he was like, everything. And so he starts telling me details about the book. And that's when you know that books are super, super good when your 16 going on 17-year-old son can recall details of the book. And then he was like, and I watched the movie too. How did you miss the movie? And so I'm telling you, I don't know how I missed The Tale of Despero, but I've picked it up at my 44 years of age and am absolutely delighted to be into this world. So I want to encourage you guys to go back in time. Pick up Kate DiCamillo's work if you've never read from her, any of her books, and just just start at one of them, any of them. I don't think we're going to be disappointed with anything we get from her. Um, as many people as I have talked to in the past couple of weeks, they always tell me, you know, these are my favorites. This is what I love. I love her. I love her. She gets glowing accolades um, for her work. So, with that being said, I challenge you to go check out The Tale of Despero. Um, I have about 20 more pages to go, and it is in the suspense, and I'm like, I'm going to tell you what I love. I love how she set it up within books, so you, I, I can tell you this without giving it away. Well, you would think, if you're just looking at the cover, and if you're just thinking of, okay, The Tale of Despero, that the whole book would be Despero. Which, in fact, Despero continues to pop in and out. That sweet little mouse that I absolutely love and want to hold in my hand. <laughs> um, but you also are introduced to other characters that do take some of the light of the book. And they, um, they come in an um, unlikely form and, and you are surprised. And then you are sad, and then you have all these emotions, and then you have these champion feelings, and um, so it's it's a whole roller coaster ride between the different sections of the book. I love the illustrations, and when I put it up on Twitter about um, me reading the book, 
one of the responses was, you know, the illustrations are magnificent type response. I'm just going to say that out there and paraphrase, and I can't remember exactly what it was. But they're on point. Uh, I'm using the word magnificent. I love how the illustrations are placed throughout the book. I love the way the pages shift at times. So the formatting is beautiful. Um, I will say that there is a lot of room above and below the text. There's super a lot of room below the text. Um, that is just the way that it was formatted and designed. It does appear a little odd to me because I'm used to reading top to bottom of the page and not having so much white space, or in this case, cream space. But I'm just not used to all of that space. Um, so that is a little different when it comes to the book. However, it doesn't detract at all. I'm zooming through the book. Um, it is a very fast read, super quick. It would make great read aloud material. So there are some books that I will say, okay, they're good for you to read. Then I will say books like, and I'm gonna call out Stuart Little again, or, or I'm gonna call out Narnia or The Hobbit, that these are just books that are wonderful to read out loud um, and to share with someone, to share with a child. I will say that The Tale of Despero is a perfect book for a read aloud. In fact, I want to read it out loud. I want to just hear the way that it sounds and move it outside of my head. The other day, I was reading it out loud, and Sam was playing his game, and he was talking to his friend, and he was like, Mama, who are you reading that to? And I'm like, myself. And um, I was actually fell into the trap of reading it out loud. But I will tell you, it's, it has a beautiful sing-song quality to the words. And, like, his life was recalled. Like, just the way that that word this in the sentence fits, it is very unique. And the way that she writes, and I love that. It's different. And so, if you're asking me about what sets this book apart and what makes it a Newberry, like, what would you say, Jennifer, what is it that makes it, you know, shine to where it has that stamp, where it got you know, that recognition. And I just want to say the book sticks with you. It's a sticky, it's a sticky book. It sticks on your fingers when you're not there anymore. It's sticking in your mind. You want to know what's next. It's all on your heart um, because you know the intentions of Despero are noble and virtuous. I mean, it's the characters. It's, it's the, the stickiness of the characters. And so that's what I say um, makes that book a standout book. And I can't wait to read her newest collection of books, the one that we're going to be talking about on the podcast um, that's coming up on November the 6th. But I wanted to go back into her other worlds before venturing on and moving into her new work. Um, and I'm really glad that I did. One, I love children's literature. I can't tell you enough how much I adore it and love it. And I have said this time and again, working middle grades this summer, it just flowed so easily for me. I absolutely loved working that middle grades arena 
Riding the Rapture Revolution and Lyric Harper and My Boyfriend's Back. Those are my three middle grades books. And I will say to you that I absolutely loved the experience of that. And so next year at 2020, of course, I'm going to be writing um, sequels to the books, the ones that are selling well after the six-month period. I am going to um, to do that. I am going to move forward with my plans for the sequels to books. But if I had to choose, I don't know what the Holy Spirit is going to have for me in my life. So I'm, I'm just going to say, but if I had a choice in, in the matter, like right now, what would I write? It would be children's literature. It would be middle grades. It would be juvenile fiction. Um, it would be fantasy. I say all of this now, and I would cannot believe that I'm saying it. Um, but you never know until you dabble with different genres and you work with different target populations. And then I think you just step into it just like a pair of warm, fuzzy pajamas. And once you find them, you never want to take those good pajamas apart away. You want to keep them forever. You hope that they don't shrink in the wash. You hope that, that you can keep that pair. That's your comfort. That's your go-to. Um, that's how it feels with me with literature for children's lit. Um, and, so, and so I'm really hoping that I'm going to get this opportunity to continue to work within this area. And with me saying work within the area, not only write it, but continue to explore and read within the genre. Read within the target populations that I love. So probably not going to be reading any adult works anytime soon. <laughs> I will say that um, if I have the chance, it's YA or middle grades. I'm still reading another middle grades work for my student. I'm reading that in real time with her in class. Um, I'm on chapter eight there. So I do have multiple things that I'm reading. I'm reading Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban right now as well. Um, and so I actually have three books sticking to my fingers. And so if we count the Bible, so we have four books that I'm, I'm into right now while I'm still living life. <laughs> um, I just can't help myself. I need a book for school. I need a book for home. I need a book for homeschool. I need a book for my spiritual development. So, so here I am um, juggling four books and loving every minute of it. If I was able to have sustained writing time um, like I did this summer and still be able to get in a good hour to two hours a day in reading, the writing would improve dramatically. I'm telling you, the more that I read, the stronger that I get as a writer. And I just fall in love and live among the pages and the words. So just seeing the unique ways that writers, you know, hone their craft and work within their, their style and their voice in a book. That's why I want to read multiple works from Katie Camillo, because I want to see if I can kind of pick out the, her style, just see if, if it carries on to different genres, to see if it carries on to different target populations. 
And so I'm interested to see how she's evolved as an author. And I want to see if I can pick it out myself. So I'm actually kind of doing my own research. Because I've told people this. I've talked with Eli about this too. We were just talking about this over the weekend. You know, one little girl from the from the book sign. And she bought two of my books. And then she ended up getting a third one. And then her friend ended up getting a fourth one. And so they actually had four of my books when they left the festival. And I told him, I'm like, if you read one of my books, now this is what I'm praying for. So let's say you've read Lyric Harper. If you've read one of my books, I'm praying that no matter what else that you pick up from me and you start to read it, and let's say you don't have the covers um, and you're trying to do like a taste test and you're at a wine tasting or you're at a Food Network challenge and you can pick out those ingredients. I'm hoping that you would be able to pick out the ingredients that make me who I am as an author, and you will be able to see how I sprinkle with salt all of my books in a way where they're Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.